0: going on guys welcome back to ringside episode seven i got the boys with me today braden harvey and eddie montanez and we'll just get right into it man tank knocks out ryan garcia in the round that he predicts round seven hits him with a clean body shot right to the liver um late body reaction by ryan garcia and then he just takes a knee and decides not to come back up um tank was in this saying that he was in his face telling him to get up and garcia was just shaking his head like he couldn't do it you know what i mean um once you get hit in the liver like that your body just shuts off if you get hit with a precise liver shot um it's hard to recover from that you know what i mean but he he did stand up right after the wef like or the ref like waved it off you know what i mean he stood right up so what do you guys think on that do you think he just decided he was done with the fight or do you think he really couldn't get back up Uh,
1: i think that fight he had a little in his head that it was over before it started man he looked so drained that rehydration clause that does a toll on your body already so and i guess gervonta was saying that he had a a body uh a body injury prior to the fight so i think he was setting up he knew it was going to take place in that when he was he was dropping his hands the whole fight and then tank was just getting too close man when you get so close like that you let someone with that powerful get so close it's just it's bound to happen you get that big body shot and there's no recovering from that
2: Yeah, once I saw uh, Tank come out so knew uh, Sosa, I knew it was over. But during the fight, uh, <laughs> like in the beginning rounds, like I will say Garcia was putting in some work in the first, like before rounds, Garcia was getting some good hits, some fast hits. But Tank is just so powerful. Like he's just so, so good at defense. Like he works with Mayweather, who's, our, who's one of the best defensive boxers of all time. Like his defense was – going perfectly he was timing the shots beautifully he knocked ryan down once we've never seen ryan get knocked down
0: he was knocked down one he was knocked down once that was the second time in his career he was ever knocked down
2: but uh how hard was saying uh tank knew that he had a body like a injury to the body prior to the fight so i think also that tank was just setting him up and just waiting for that body shot because the whole fight he was going for – it looked like he was going for the body a whole lot. So,
0: Yeah, he kind of was, man. And then it seems kind of too like Tank's, Tank's boxing IQ is just so high level it's not even funny. You know what I mean? Did you see when they replayed that um when he knocked him down in the second round, how he dipped the shot and then hit him with the hard left, how hard he hit him too? Man, that is just – crazy he's tank is so good and that's why he's the face of boxing is because he put people like this always say that they're going to come up and beat tank up all these guys like raleigh romero they're all saying that they're going to put tank away they're all going to knock him out and he always proves them wrong you know what i mean and this is why he's the face of boxing now after he beat up ryan garcia like that it's inevitable now you know what i mean and i think the next fight that we need to see for tank is probably against shakur stevenson he's um I think he's 25 years old and he's also undefeated and he's a monster. Um, and as for Garcia, I think he kind of he's already said he's moving up to 140. Um, Tank primarily fights at 135, so they won't see each other for at least a couple years. And in my opinion, and Ryan said this too, I, he needs to gain a couple wins before he even thinks about um, going and getting the rematch with Tank. There, so it's there's a lot that goes into it, but. As for they both have bright futures, you know what I mean. Ryan Garcia is still the is going to be a very very bright star. Even lo- he's only 24, you know what I mean. Even losing the tank at such a young age, he's still going to be such a bright star in the boxing, you know, in boxing in general. You know what I mean? He'll be the face of boxing in eight nine years. <clears throat> Honestly, when he's in his low 30s, he will be a monster, guaranteed. But um, going off of that, man. Also, he was saying that he had a mole in his in his uh, camp where they did did you guys hear any word on that like who it was or anything I didn't hear about uh who it was but I did
1: see I did see that uh interview in and the press conference they were kind of throwing that out there a little bit and then uh I guess Garcia made like a an Instagram story about oh it'll come to light this and that but I I, I didn't hear much about who it was or if they found out like who was I mean obviously somebody yeah they from found out. Japan,
0: but they obviously found out. That's so crazy to me, too. Oh, and yeah. the whole thing with uh, Oscar De La Hoya, at first mm-hmm. it, people were saying, um, "How? who were they saying called it? Mike Tyson. I think you were the one that told me this. Hard. Did Mike Tyson say oh, that? Oh,
1: no. It was uh, Canelo.
0: It was Canelo that said De La Hoya was going to abandon him. I don't think he's going to abandon Ryan Garcia because he was saying how he was receiving death threat, or death threats and shit. So I think that's why he wasn't really at the press conference, to be honest with you. But um, going off to that, we'll get into the UFC. Um, Sergey Pavlovich is a monster, dude. This guy just comes in here and finishes people in the first round nonstop. This, he's, I think he has the record now for the most first round finishes. He's, all six fights in the UFC have been first round finishes. And this one over Curtis Blades just sets him up for a title shot, in my opinion, after this uh, Stipe and Jones scenario thing here. If that even happens, honestly, but it should happen, but. Um, it's looking like it's going to happen, but he, Sergei saying that he doesn't want to be the backup for the fight. He'll just sit and wait and get his title shot when it happens. Um, even before that, man, his last five fights have been Curtis blades tied to Ivasa, Derek Lewis, those three are top five contenders, knocked them all out. Um, Maurice green and Marcelo Gome back in 2019 and 2018. And then Alistair Overeem obviously was a huge star too. He knocked him out also. Um, so there's no doubt that this guy is a top contender in the heavyweight division. Um, and I've been saying for a couple months now that I think this guy would give Jones serious problems at heavyweight. What do you guys think? Do you think that he would keep it interesting with Jones on the feet or because in the wrestling, he wouldn't dude after, after
1: I saw that fight with Alistair over I knew this guy was going to be a problem because if anyone knows Al- Alistair over that, that dude's a freak. <clears throat> and I I I feel like how, how you're saying that he he might want st- to like sit back if he doesn't get the chance right away and wait for his shot. I think that it would be an honor just to fight John Jones, even Stipe, because those two they're animals. I, I I feel like they're good matchups, but I, I feel like Stipe will will get there in the ring just to prove a, try to prove a point. But I, I mean, John Jones is just something like I don't think the next. 25 30 years of UFC is going to see someone when John Jones leaves.
0: Never, not like all but
1: uh, I think if if Stipe does the job against him, it's going to be it's going to be a rough like he's going to get some some hatred towards that. But I'm as much for that. I think John Jones is just going to be a problem for both of them, man. I have full, full like just like dedication to this guy that like a monster in the ufc no one's gonna beat him for a while
0: no i'm not saying that Pavlovich would beat him either i just think he would give him problems on the feet you know what i mean oh, but if he yeah. came down all around like Pavlovich isn't really a good wrestler he's yeah. just kind of good at very very good at stand-up mm-hmm. he's very good at stand-up he just rushes dudes and puts them down he's so good at it it's unreal um, and Jones, you have John Jones, who's just good at every mm-hmm. aspect of everything in mixed martial arts. You know what I, I mean? Feel he's like his fight IQ. everything, and that's why he's number one pound for pound in the world.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. mean I feel like his fight IQ is just too out there, man. It's too over, over everybody's reach.
2: And John Jones, I don't, Jones, know, I don't you really say, think Eddie? that you could like really just bet like bet against John Jones. The guy who was out of UFC <laughs> for however long he was, came back. And won a title in less than two and a half minutes. That's re- that's literally disgusting. And so, at a different weight, he yeah. moved up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, that's crazy. He moved up to heavyweight. That's unheard and he won
2: of. Won a title and he he basically took candy from a baby. That's what it looked <laughs> like. Too. So,
1: literally, at this point, he's just proven points, dude. Like,
0: that's it. He and Jones, dude, too. He's he still plans to be fighting for a good bit. Like you're probably, you're going to see John Jones still around for probably a good two years. You know what I mean? Um, Maybe even more to be honest, but I think that the Sergei Pavlovich would floor Stipe without question. I think he would knock him out just like Nagano did. I think John Jones is going to floor Stipe too. I'm not taking nothing away from him either. I think Stipe is great, but these two guys are just something else. You know what I mean? They really are for these big dudes, man. Sergey moves so fast for a big guy. And like you guys said about John Jones, you don't even need to speak on that. He, spe- you don't. The, everybody knows who he is, <laughs> so you don't really need to speak on him and hype him up. It's just this. I think with Pavlovich, man, is a long, long-awaited fight that needs to happen. It absolutely needs to happen. And this is would be John Jones's hardest fight. I think honestly, I really do. At least since um, what's his name, man? I can't think of it. It's on the top of my tongue.
2: Vol- uh, yeah. Uh,
0: Gustafson. Vol- yeah. Gustafson. Alexander yeah. Gustafson. I don't know why I couldn't think of it. Um, I think this would be his hardest fight since Gustafson for sure. But um, let's get into Driscus Duplesis and Robert Whitaker going at it. Um, they're saying winner gets Adesanya, which is great. But then who do you guys think the loser is going to get? You think they're going to get Hamza or Paulo Costa or what? I feel like... I would say Costa,
1: but I think uh, Chimaev is just—they—they want to see that he's been putting in work, and I—I I think he deserves probably a fight with—with with, with the loser at least, with the loser at least. You know, he—he's been doing his thing in the UFC. He's been—I—I uh, I think if DePriest wins, that'll be. Huh. I don't think that'll ever get let down because Rob Rob Whitaker's, I mean, the chances of that happening,
0: but I don't I think it'll we'll, happen, man. We'll see when it comes. I think that Driscus places. I think his only two notable wins are Derek Branson and Darren Till. Honestly, I don't even think he really deserves to be fighting Robert Whitaker right now, but then you look at. Uh, Robert Whittaker, man, and his last five fights have been Marvin Vedatory, which he beat. Adesanya, he lost to, obviously. Kevin Gastelum is a monster. He beat him. Jared Cannonier, he beat. And he also beat Darren Till. That's pretty much every contender in the division there that he's beaten. So um, I think if he beats Driscus here, he proves why he's the number one contender. And he proves why he deserves his title shot against Adesanya again. Whittaker is an all-around animal. I think, in my opinion, he's all-around should be in the top 15 as he deserves it in pound for pound. I'm pretty sure he is, but he, even if he's not, he absolutely deserves it. 100%. He's all around dangerous at everything. Just like how we were saying about John Jones, he's just not really a finisher, Robert Whitaker. You know what I mean? I don't think you see a finish if in this Driscus fight, if Robert Whitaker wins, I think you see a, um, a decision win by Robert Whitaker. And then as for Driscus, I think he would end up winning by maybe, a sub. I don't think he would get. A div- I don't think he would get a decision on Robert Whitaker. No way. The only one that's getting a decision or a finish on Robert Whitaker in that division is out That's it. And Pereira too, if he would have stayed in the division. But other than that, dude, no. And um, also too, he didn't. Robert Whitaker never fought Costa. That fight got canceled back in, I think, February. So that's a, yeah, that's another contender that 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 uh, never happened, that Robert Whitaker f- never fought. I mean, so then you think if Robert Whitaker fights, then he could go fight Costa. That fight was supposed to happen back in February when um, there was those contract, uh, whatever you want to call it. I guess Costa wasn't happy with the money he was being paid and ended up signing the contract anyway. But that fight was supposed to happen back then, and it didn't. So if Whitaker was to lose, that would just set that fight up. But then if... Driscus was to lose, I think that would be another good fight in Costa and Drupalicis. But I still think that Hamza and um, Costa are still going to end up fighting but in October. But Costa was saying that he wanted to fight sometime before October. So, you know what I mean? That just sets it up, the loser of this. That could set this up for four or five months down the line. So, you know what I mean? Um... But going off of that, we'll get into Amanda – we'll talk about girls for a little bit. We'll get into Amanda Nunes um, expecting her second child. Do you guys think that we see retirement coming from Amanda Nunez soon, man? Because you only really see her fight once a year. Um, The featherweight belt, she doesn't really – she only defended it, I think, twice. And people are saying that if she doesn't – if she's not going to defend it, that she should be stripped of it. Um, She's fighting Juliana Pena, I think, in June for the, that's a trilogy fight too. They're one-on-one. Um, this is a really big fight in my opinion, one of the biggest chick fights ever. Um, so this is really big on her, man. And I think if we, if she win or lose, we could see retirement here from Nunez to be honest, because obviously her family's growing. You only really, she's a double champ. She should be fighting more than once a year. You know what I mean? Obviously she's trying to make time for her family. So what do you think on that? Well, I'm not, I'm
2: not
1: really uh, sure how, how old is she?
0: 34
1: yeah she's got to be in the high 30s i was thinking i mean when when you're getting up there in age and you're and you're starting to have even another kid at 34 i mean having an infant child through camps and trying to schedule like go around schedule from family and fighting and and doing training camps that are weeks and weeks i feel like that's that's a real like pressure on you because you're not really there at the points that are needed for your child you know and and that's a really big aspect. I feel like after this, she'll obviously do this trilogy fight and she'll end it. And if she win or lose, I do think she retires because it's just time. It's time to go to the family. She's she's put everything that she can in the fight. Greatest fighter ever. Yeah, she she already made a statement for herself. So I I feel like win or lose, like people aren't gonna forget who Amanda is. They're not absolutely gonna absolutely not uh, ever. Um, yeah, that's what i got that's what i think i think the retirement thing is is a big like it's like a 90 percent, 95 percent. but yeah, if a loss comes to it maybe maybe she stays and maybe she, like after her kids like growing up a little bit maybe in the next year or two we'll see something but i'm 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 pretty set that retirement after this fight when or lose is going to be where it goes
2: i feel like you have to retire especially in like in this like dangerous of like what like she's like you're fighting at you're fighting at thirty four you have a family like she're about to have another kid, correct? Like she's she just got announced pregnant. Uh like it's it's gonna take such a toll on her. Like she's thirty four and especially in like the MMA, especially in something this dangerous where she could go out there and do something that could even hurt her take a toll on her body even more it could just mess up her whole life even after she retires. So I definitely think after this fight, she calls it quits. If she has to give up the belts, if she, she's going to have to give up the belts if she retires. So I think she's going to go out there, obviously go out there and try and win. If she wins, she, she's already made a statement that she's the greatest female to ever step foot in that ring. So I definitely think that retirement has to be the decision because you're 34, you're in the MMA, which is one – which is the most dangerous sport on the planet, and you're about to have a kid. You're growing a family. You just have to retire. Like I don't think there's any other decision that could cross her mind besides retire. To be honest,
0: I think I think it's a big decision, man, on her because how you guys were saying she's the greatest woman, uh, m- woman's mixed martial mixed martial artist, my bad, of all time. Um, she's a double champion though, And I think that's really what weighs in on her head is because it's hard for her to defend two belts at two different weights when she has, now she's going to have two children to care for, you know what I mean? Her family's growing. That's really hard on somebody that's getting up there in age. You know what I mean? Is defending two belts. And when you're climbing up when you can't beat father time, you know what I mean? I mean, she's only 34. There's older champions in the, in the league that are older than 34. So you could see Amanda Nunes fight for a longer time. But seeing that she's having another kid, I just think that maybe not after this fight, but soon I think we see Amanda Nunes retiring. And she is the only double champ in the entire UFC right now. And if she does retire, who do you think is going to end up being the next double champ in the UFC? Do you think it's going to be another chick or do you think it's going to be one of these dudes climbing up the rankings and going to put somebody to shame very soon? I don't see.
1: I, I there's so many advantage. good fighters in the league. Yeah, there's, there's so, so many, many good champions. fighters. I uh, I don't know <sighs> who who's expected to move up and wait. Is there anyone expected to move up and wait soon?
0: Here? just moved up.
1: I don't see after that loss out of yeah. I really couldn't say honestly. <laughs> maybe the girls. But as, as for the dudes, there's so many great like contenders even. Like there, I, I don't see a double champ for a while.
0: It, there really is so many good contenders, man. But honestly, if I, if it, if I see it being anybody, I see it being one of the lighter guys, maybe, maybe hey, that man. is really pushing it, but he's only 29 years old and he is a phenomenal mixed martial artist, Brandon Morano. He's in one of the lighter weights, dude. He's a champion. I'm pretty sure he's top 10 pound for pound he's a monster, dude. And I, and I think if the next double champion that we see in the league is going to be one of the the lighter guys. You know what I mean? I, Cause you got to look at the champions that are, as you get into the heavier weights, it go it, Islam, Adesanya, Jamal Hill, John Jones. You know what I mean? None of them guys are moving up or moving down to fight each other. You don't, that's not happening anytime soon. It's either going to be a lighter guy or it's going to be a woman. And I think that it's going to end up either being Murano or maybe Volk. You know what I mean? Volk could maybe move down, but it would be – I don't think he ever would, to be honest with you. But it's a long shot, man. It really is a long shot. There's just so much competition overall in the league right now. It's insane. Like Hamzat saying that he was going to be a triple champ one day is absurd. Absolutely absurd. You can't even make weight for one division. You, you. There's yeah. no way that you're going three weights and knocking out three of these champions. There's no way. I'm sorry, but there's just too much competition in the league right now. Maybe back in 2013, you could have done it, but 14 maybe. Maybe when McGregor became double champ, but not now.
1: And I just think for those guys like Chemaev and Izam, they need to get better on their
0: feet. They need to get better stand up. Well, I think Islam is. I think Islam has great striking, dude. They were saying that he outstruck Volk, and Volk has some of the best striking in the entire UFC. It, it's debatable. It but really, I mean,
1: compared to everybody else that's going up against Volk,
0: yeah. But yeah.
1: for him to be a double champ,
0: and that two ninety card, yeah. That two ninety card, dude. If they add here, that card is probably going to end up being the most stacked card ever because they still need to add, I think, two more fights to this card. Maybe one more. I'm not sure. I haven't looked at it in a while, but I think they still need that, too. And if one of those fights ends up being Volk, that card is going to be stacked, dude. So stacked. And um, what's the next event? 289. The one that we were going to go to in Newark is the next event, man. Sterling saying that he's going to put Cejudo away in two rounds. I don't think there's a chance of that. I don't think you see Andrew Sudo getting finished. No way. Who do you guys think is going to take that fight, man? Because a lot of people like Sterling, and I know a lot of wrestlers like Cejudo. Me, personally, I think – I know I said before that I thought Cejudo was going to win, but watching videos of Sterling, how he's been training, man, he got big, dude. Over the years, he really shaped out, man. Since he took that knee to the head on Peter Jan, like, back then, he was, like, pretty skinny. Now, it, it is a different Sterling. You know what I mean? He's the funk master. Mm. He's an all-around monster. I don't. I do not think Cejudo is gonna come in here and just take his belt, come out of retirement and beat his belt. I don't. What do you I, think?
1: I always, I always like to go
0: with. <clears throat> I mean, obviously the
1: guys that's better at grappling. I can see them maybe finish early, early round. But if it's going toe to toe, most of the fight I see decision or maybe late round KO, maybe TKO. But I, I always like to press forward with those guys that are better on grappling man, because they just have their fight IQ is just – it's so hard. If you don't have good takedown defense, it's going to be so hard to come and beat that. And, and and Triple C, he's he's been proven that his grapplings I, – I would say personally that his grappling has got to be top 20.
0: I think it's um, – some I think yeah, when he is. was in his prime, he was one of the best in the world. He's an yeah. Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was back in 2008 – but still, you know what I mean? He still walks around with that gold medal around his neck. Um, I just think Sterling has been a champion – has been the champion for a long time. He's a proven champion in the division, and I don't think he's going to let this guy come out of retirement and take his belt. I just don't think it's going to happen.
1: And he has he has pretty good takedown defense too. He does, so, dude. He's so well-rounded.
0: He That will
1: really... be, be his, like, must – his must is he needs – if he gets anywhere near the cage, he needs to be pressed. Like if he gets pressed, he needs to get – he needs to keep that reach. He needs to maybe maybe run around a little bit. Everybody don't like to hear that. But, dude, once once you're facing these guys like gold medalists – You saw a lot of Sonya
0: do it against Yolo Romero. That was yeah. one of the most boring fights I've ever seen in my life. Remember <laughs> yeah. that dude when they were just walking around the entire fight? Yeah, went, but he he won people- five punches the whole fight. People that are
1: chirping, all oh, these guys running around, all these guys are boring. What are you going to do if you get in there?
0: Exactly. Like, what are you going to do? Exactly. If that's, that's what, what you do. have to do to keep your belt, bro, you know what yeah. I mean? That's what you have to do. You're the champion.
1: Yeah, you got too much on the line. You're not just going to go in there and start swinging for the hills, man, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. And, but I will say, though, that I do think from past fights that Sterling's weakest point, I think, in my opinion, is wrestling but he's been preparing for a wrestler you know what i mean so this whole time he's been working on his cardio and his wrestling for the majority of the his training camp you know what i mean because he's fight. he's about to fight this olympic gold medalist you know what i mean former double champion um there's both of these guys are proven though you know what i mean obviously like i said so who does a double champ so there's a very high chance that he could come in here and beat sterling you know he's a very proven fighter he's going to be a hall of famer for sure both of these guys will end up being Hall of Famers, to be honest with you, because Sterling's had a great run, too. Um, going off I think of that. It'll be amazing. What'd you say? I think it'll be an amazing fight. Me, too. I can't wait for it. I really wish we could have went to it, man. I wish it didn't fall through. It's a First shame. First time in three years back in Jersey. I know. I know. It's a shame. Mm. But going off of that, man, I want to go into Nate Diaz choking out the the Logan Paul lookalike <laughs> at a bar. Um, chokes him out, leaves him on the floor. Um. <laughs> He, I, I think Nate Diaz was saying that he's getting charged with like battery now or something like that. Right. Assault second battery, degree.
1: second degree battery.
0: And yeah, when right when we started recording, man, it popped up on my phone that now Nate Diaz is telling Jake Paul to fight KSI because KSI is the backup. So it's looking like Nate Diaz is most likely gonna. Yeah, it's looking like Nate I Diaz the is the gonna Tom Tom come or
2: fucking KSI, bro. Like that's stupid.
0: What'd you say? Well, I guess KSI was the backup for the fight. So That's stupid. Yeah. I know. I know. Dude, I, wanted to see, I wanted to see this fight really bad, dude, because there was a good chance that Diaz would slap Jake Paul's head off. You the, know what the mean?
2: Reason, is the reason Nate choked that guy out? Was, was it because he thought he was Jake? Or was I don't know. I, no,
0: I, th- I, I don't heard, know, honestly. I heard, Do I, that he thought,
2: I heard that he thought it was Jake and he just went up to him.
0: But he's a Logan lookalike. So why yeah. would he think it was Jake? You know what I mean? No, no, the guy no, he long long hair. Logan, my bad. He thought
2: it was Oh, Logan. really? Yeah, that's what I heard. I, thought, I heard that he thought it was a Logan.
1: Did you guys and see then- the video? No. Yeah, the guys, dude, the guy's just standing there with his hands up, man. And, and Nate flips him off and just puts And Nate's his- just cranking his net back. He <laughs> yeah, he puts yeah. <laughs> in dude. Yeah. What?
2: And then he man, just lets him. And then well, while the guy's asleep, he just lets him go,
1: and he just crashes. And he just falls. Oh, my God. So, yeah. You know, that's known for someone like Nate Diaz, dude. He's There's I mean, fast, bro. He's a great fighter, but he's the way he gets his, like, his promo and the way he gets these big fights, he is super disrespectful, dude. Both of the Diaz there. brothers
0: are, man. Yeah. They don't care. They don't, they don't care. give a shit about anybody. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's why a lot of people are Nate Diaz's yeah. army, because they love that shit. Yeah. I love it, too, honestly, man. I love Nate Diaz. Hmm. But I I think he's going to end up going to jail for this, to be honest. And I don't think – I mean, I think he cares deep down because he's like, shit, I'm not going to get this. Jake Paul. But it's just – it's crazy. It really is crazy. He's going to go to jail, dude, and then he's – KSI (laughs) KSI is going to lose to Jake Paul. This isn't even going to be a good fight.
1: I don't know, dude. KSI has been putting in that work over over in the UK. He's been putting in that work. I, I feel I mean, he's a champ right now, isn't he? In some sort. Like he's holding some type of belt, right? Oh, Jake Paul. No, KSI. Isn't he holding some? No, belt I no, no. KSI is another YouTuber. No, I thought they had like a belt that he's holding or whatever, but no, maybe he's just maybe he's just one of those stupid belts.
2: What like the one that they made for Fieri? like the one that
1: Jake Paul was holding. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Jake Jake Paul though. Uh, I, in that fight for that matchup, Nate Diaz is he he's a good boxer. Like in the UFC, he's a, a very phenomenal striker, and he does he does play around a bit. But that's how he gets in. He'll get in Jake Paul's head, I think, man. But I don't think I think everybody. It seems like Nate Diaz, like they're in his head like, just the way he, per, like, pursues himself, but, like, I, I, I think that, honestly, Jake Paul probably will take this fight, I mean, Nate Diaz is
0: old, he's washed up, KSI, and that's- he's 100% taking the fight, if oh, yeah, KSI, he's beating him up, <laughs> Yeah, for sure,
2: but, there's dude, no question Logan about and, it, Logan and KSI boys,
0: yeah, they're, like, business partners in prime, they're yeah, both, like, they I don't they're, they,
2: well, yeah, they, it, they'd just be doing it for the money, but, like, I, just, like I yeah. said, I don't, I don't
0: think... But Logan and... I mean, Jake and KSI, man, don't like each other. That's
2: weird, then. And they know.
0: haven't for a long time. Yeah, if you go if you go and look it up after this, dude, if you look up uh, Jake Paul, KSI, like, uh, KSI will be on Impulsive, and so will Jake Paul, but they won't be on, like, at the same time, like, saying that they don't like each other. And KSI's been trying to fight Jake Paul for a long time, but Jake just has better opportunities. You know what I mean? Yeah, Why would he be fighting? KSI? Huh?
2: Cool. Jake would
0: kill on it. No, he absolutely
1: would. I
2: How do you guys absolutely. feel about
1: the uh, uh I know now now Nate Diaz took this fight against Jake Paul, but Jake Paul really wants McGregor. He
0: well, wants McGregor.
1: Oh, he's been calling him out for like the last two years, man. Yeah,
0: that won't ever
1: happen. Yeah, that but that would be that would be something to watch. I think because McGregor took that fight against Floyd.
0: Yeah, but that's oh, because it was for a ton of money. Well, I mean? Jake that's Paul,
1: dude, that's where the money is in the box yeah.
0: right now. I don't yeah, but do you think at this point you can honestly pay McG- there's McGregor's set, dude? Yeah. Honestly, I don't think he gives a shit. You know what I mean? Because if he would go in there and lose to Jake Paul, it would be a huge thing. You know yeah. what I mean? It yeah. really would. I don't think McGregor would I mean, don't get me wrong, I think McGregor would beat up Jake Paul, but they're not even the same weight. I don't think so, man, anymore because McGregor's gotten so big. Yeah, McGregor's gotten and, so big. And, and I think Logan. he's playing Chandler at the, um, lightweight. The talks about Logan now. He wants to get in the UFC. Logan, well, he just signed a big contract with WWE, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he said his next move is he wants oh, to Logan get in the did. UFC. Yeah, he wants to. He, he was, crazy. Yeah, he's been posting. I mean, he's
0: great in the WWE. Don't get me wrong, but they're two different, completely, completely different sports. WWE's game. entertainment.
1: Yeah, he has.
0: He has a bit of a wrestling background. Yeah, he does, but wrestling's not everything in MMA.
1: No, no. He's yeah, you getting, know what I mean? sure, Yeah, but
0: I've just, you know, I,
1: I heard that he, like, he's talking on Impulsive and uh and posting about, like, their crazy posts on Instagram and stuff that he, he wants to get into the UFC. But that's that stuff that Jake's saying about Dana, I don't think that'll ever happen. Bro. No, me
0: neither. Stay Maybe in either. your
1: lane type deal, you know what I mean? I don't
0: think Dana White would ever let a Paul in the mm-hmm. UFC. Yeah, no, never. Ever. There's too much controversy. It, there's too much controversy between those two names. You know what I mean? There's I don't think that would ever happen. Maybe like PFL or Bellator, if he wanted to really get serious about MMA, he could probably go into one of those leagues. But UFC, man, I think no. Nah. Mm. No. Nah. But uh we're gonna wrap it up with that, guys. Um thank you guys for watching and we'll see you next week.